0: Man, I'm going to be real with y'all. I really thought we were going to be over this whole COVID shit by now. But we're not. And it's, uh, you know, I really miss shows. Really miss, you know. It, it, it's been so long. And I just haven't seen y'all's face. And I'm trying to stay strong. But, like, the faith I have is just washing away. But it won't be long before I get you by my side. And just hold you, tease you, and squeeze you. Tell you what's been on my mind. But welcome y'all, <laughs> welcome to this week's episode of Talks with Taboo, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast, hope y'all having a fantastic week man, I'm having a great week, I've been making a lot of music, songs have just been flowing out of me recently and it feels really good and it's hard to be in a bad mood when you're just creating something that you love, so I hope y'all feel the same way I feel, I guess that's where I'm trying to go with that, but uh, I don't know if y'all saw, I got an EP coming out August the 14th on Wakon. Cult Classics Volume 2. That's right. You know, if you liked Volume 1, you're going to like Volume 2 even more. Because every single song is fucking awesome. It's a collaborative EP, so every single song is a collab. And, man, it's just, I'm really proud of it. It's a a piece of art that I'm very, very proud of. And I hope y'all go check it out. And if you go save that, pre-save it now, you'll get one of the songs instantly on your Spotify's, or your Apple Music's, so go do that and you can hear one of the songs get a little feel cop a little feel catch you in the fills you know what i'm saying but uh man this week's episode of the podcast is a lot of fun man I, i'm gonna be real these artists that i have on are people that i've wanted to have on this podcast for a very long time and i'm really glad i could have both of them on in the same episode and i think y'all really enjoy it because i had a lot of fun talking to these people so with all that being said let's get into this week's episode of the podcast uh-huh. Your girl cause that is that as bad. Let me take my tongue and go, go back into a track. track. I met a girl and a booty, tastes like scrub. Joining us now is the cowboy hat wearing, tattooed ass, swearing Southern boy representing the biggest state in the South, ladies and gentlemen, Little Texas. What's good, son?
1: What's up, brother? How are you?
0: I'm doing good, man. I'm, good. I'm I'm honestly a little shocked right now, dude. Like I'm a little shocked because you're wearing a shirt. You
1: know, <laughs> I kind of thought it's you It's cold. cold. It's cold in my apartment.
0: <laughs> you wearing. You wearing a sh- It's cold in your apartment, dude. You live out in California, right?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. We turn it down, you know, while we sleep, and I get up and I'm like fucking freezing. So I had to, I had to put something on, man. Yeah, you, you, the,
0: you type of guy who turns it down super cold when you sleep.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, man.
0: I don't know. I don't know. This is just a little weird for me. I, I some one of us has got to have their shirt off. So I'm just, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> this is. This is, this is this It'll. <laughs> I, 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 I thought this was how it was gonna be. All right, so, uh, you know, there's got to be at least one of us, so. It's, it's,
1: <laughs> It'll it's, come it's, off. I'll take it off here in a little bit.
0: Right, right. <laughs> well, what's up, man? It's actually, at. A, oh, dude, this is, a, oh, fuck. Actually, I came prepared for this one. Fucking double it up right here, daddy. Damn, look what at that knows, thing, right? man. What, she, what you know, boy?
1: You got the bent <laughs> the bent <laughs> rims and everything, bro. I love I, it.
0: I came prepared, man. You, do I look like a guy who ain't prepared? <laughs> <laughs> dude. That's sick. So I had found you because people like to, uh, to set people against one another, right? You know, because mm-hmm. I'm like this Southern guy and you are as well. And, you know, so people came at me. Oh, you're just trying to be little Texas, man. You're just trying to be little Texas. And I was like, I don't believe so, dude. But but howdy. It's good to see another another Southern guy representing. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's funny. That's how I found it out of you. People were like. They were, like, comparing us. They were, like, they're the same but different or whatever. And then I saw your content, and I thought it was really funny. And then I, like, checked out your – I didn't know who you were, and I checked out your music, and I was, like, oh, this shit's sick. And, like, I really like that uh, one you did with uh, G-Rex or whatever. Grex, Uh, G-Rex. I like the the art.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the art
1: was sick.
0: Yeah, man, people like to set us against one another, dude. It ain't right.
1: It ain't right, brother.
0: But but speaking of the music, dude, so, like – just real quick, do you ever get like mistaken for a rapper?
1: Uh yeah, like all the time. People are like, What the fuck? But I think it's like kind of a selling point because people you know, they come to my page expecting something and then they hear like what I do and they're like, What the fuck? Um and I think it kind of gets people a little interested or makes them run away very quickly. Right, uh, right. <laughs> but one or the other.
0: <laughs> Dude, so if you were to walk up to like a random person and got to chatting about music, like how would you explain like what, what would what would you say to explain your music how would you uh, explain that
1: oh man i just like i try to like say like hard style i'm like oh i make like hard style you know just for like the sake of relatability you know but uh then it's like okay i make like gabber house like 90s like gabber house if they don't get that like maybe some older people will understand that um which is actually closer to like what i do than than like hard style um But yeah, I I try to say like, you know, hardcore, uptempo hardcore, like, I'll be like, kind of like Anger Fist, like if that is some sort of relatable thing. A lot of people do know who Anger Fist is for some reason, Um, even over here that aren't fans of like hardstyle and hardcore. But I usually say like hardstyle, but faster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. So 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 Gabber House is like a genre. I've never I've never heard of that before. Is it is, is was that like a is that like a big US thing? I mean, is that a US genre or was that uh, founded around here or no? Nah?
1: No, no, like Gabber House is like where it all started. Like back in the nineties in Holland, um particularly, they like started inventing the sound, these producers and started like speeding up and distorting like the nine oh nine like dry kick. So if you like distort a nine oh nine dry kick, it becomes a ga- like a gabber kick. It's like bam, 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 like that and all of the like hardcore hard style kicks are like not modern ones necessarily but a lot of them are all like derivatives of just the 909 dry 909 kick distorted and then eq'd and filtered and distorted again and blah 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 and so now it's like crazy there's so many different techniques but the original sound out of the 90s was a 909 kick distorted sped up the bpm to like you know anywhere between like you know 150 and like up even you know sometimes slower sometimes way faster um and like that genre like exploded in the 90s in holland and then all over the world and like including america too there's like you know legendary hardcore producers and gabber producers from the 90s uh that came out of america and um Yeah, it blew up, dude. I mean, like, the old Thunderdome raves, like, back in the 90s were, like, all Gabber House, you know, and, like, just straight-up tracksuits, shaved heads, like, the whole deal. Um, So that's where, like, the the genre, all of it's kind of a derivative off of that, even hardstyle originally, like, comes from Gabber House.
0: Is there, and like is happy
1: hardcore
0: too. Is there still like uh? Is there still like a really big scene for that here in America? I know like that style is like really big across seas and stuff like that. That's why like you're so interesting to me because like you stand out so much to around it like around all these producers in the United States. And I think that's why people fuck with you so much. So like, is it is does it still have a place here or like is it definitely bigger in other in other spots?
1: I mean, it's still really big in Holland and like Germany and like. You know, Spain, Italy—that's like really like where a lot of the like massive shows are. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Masters of Hardcore has like thirty thousand attendants, and it's like like in an indoor event too, and it happens every year. Um, Thunderdome still happens, uh, but yeah, there is a scene out here in LA, like BaseCon, they're like Insomniacs, like hard style sector. You know, so we do shows with them and um there's a scene it's small it's definitely like small and it's definitely niche but um we've sort of pitched it into the edm scene and and people are starting to get more involved and it's like it's pretty sick actually
0: no, but see, uh, it's
1: definitely not huge.
0: <laughs> I feel like you're at the forefront of it uh, over here in America, man, cuz I mean, you see Thank like you. artists like G-Jones and then like uh, you know, k and all these people like tweeting about it and stuff like that, so, like you know, I and even like Subtronics tweeting about your music and stuff like that just cuz it is so different and like it's so fast, man. Like whenever you go into a project file, are you like really cranking that thing up to 200 beats per minute and going or are you yeah. just uh that's wild, yeah. man. That's <laughs>
1: like wild. actually but lately, I've been on like two ten. Like I'm like two ten is like my spot right now. Like I just like really, it like, it rides like really nice and like to me. And like two hundred feels like kind of slow now, which is like weird.
0: <laughs> That's wild, but, man. How fast do you think it's gonna get?
1: I mean, dude, there's. Sh- I mean, I made a track at- I did the G Jones remix at a thousand, and like I did the Subtronics remix at six hundred. But like, I don't like release anything too seriously like above 250 like that's kind of where i draw the draw the line because it's just just but i'll do a 300 track eventually like a terror terror core
0: how how high up does the bpm go on ableton that's like i haven't even i haven't even tested that
1: 999 so you got to do it at like 500
0: yeah right
1: (laughs) what's crazy though dude is this kid like dm'd me about like when you're going that fast, when you're up to like a thousand, it's just like that. Mm-hmm. But different BPMs create different like like sounds, and they ultimately go so fast that they become pitched. So you can like actually make a BPM a key because it's so fast that the like burr, like the sound will frequency. actually... Yeah, will be a frequency and a key, so you can like tailor it to a certain key, which is fucking insane. I don't do that shit, but that's
0: crazy, man. Like maybe like taking taking that and then like resampling it and then stretching it and doing some more like really cool, like those crazy kicks, man.
1: Yeah, I think that's like I think that's like a component of like granular synthesis, actually. Yeah, yeah, that that concept.
0: Yeah, so I heard like You could be wrong about that. I heard, like, G. Jones will take, like, his full projects, like, his full songs and then just, like, put it through a granular uh, and then just, like, pick p- pieces out of it and make new songs from a full track, which is wild. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really – so, so like, wh- how do you, like, get inspiration? Because it's so, like, energetic, dude. Like, it's, it's so, like – you know, if there's a day where you're just chilling, like, are you able to just get in there and just fucking go hard like that? Or are you just like, man, I got to do some meth right now and let's go <laughs> –
1: um i don't know man i go out and get inspiration dude you know what i mean like like i go out and get shit that i want you know um it's like an action-based thing for me and and like nah, i can't do it every day you know like but i live pretty like i'm like in it bro like i have this thing i have this like gripe with like producers a lot in edm that like don't fuck with their genre like they don't listen to the music that they produce they're not into it. it Yeah. and that's like cool like that's okay like if that works for you then like so be it but like i love uptempo hardcore so like i'm like listening to hardcore like when i work out i'm like blasting it in my car like i'm just like fully invested fully fucking committed because like that i don't know i just stay in the music and then so like when i do sit down to produce i'm always inspired i'm like ooh, i could do that like hmm that was a cool idea in that track like let me see if i can sort of like emulate that in my own style um like i like that fill i like that structure i like all this different shit um i like the way that that kick rolls you know um so i stay in it dude i just stay in my genre i dedicated my life to this shit and and i live and fucking breathe it dude it's like hardcore for life you know what i mean that that type of mentality
0: it means you just love it dude i mean you gotta love it you know what i'm saying you love. Yeah. They say. They say. Uh, if you doing something you love every day, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, so that's, that's facts. Like, yeah, you just got to go out there and get it, man. That's awesome, though, dude. Like, so, what? Do you feel like your genre, like, like you yourself? Do you feel like you're perceived the best here in America, just because like all these other producers are fucking with you, or do you feel like in the other countries where the genre is bigger that you have a bigger fan base? How, how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, I'm like kind of I. Th- think i'm like sort of like 50 50 maybe a little heavy on america maybe like 60 40 because like initially people in holland and a a lot of people didn't really like me they're like oh who's this fucking cowboy like what the fuck like he's like all jokes like he's a meme like this music isn't real hardcore because i I do have my own sound within the hardcore genre right i don't make like like necessarily traditional hardcore um and so certain people fucked with me but a lot didn't and it's very like near and dear to them i mean it's 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 their culture you know um and i didn't want to like you know step on that or like appropriate that necessarily in a way like i love the music and it's all about the music for me and so i did have a little bit of a, a tough time breaking into the european market initially um america was definitely like where i was getting my plays, and, and and people were fucking with me. A lot of, like, Mexico stuff, too. But, yeah, I have a fan base over there, like, pretty heavy, and my shows are, you know, split about the same, like, 60-40. I'm like, well, it, you know, this year's fucked, but I was supposed to be in, like, Europe, like, every month this year, yeah, you know, yeah. doing a different, like, festival that's, like, all hardcore events, you know? I played a festival that was, like, all up-tempo. No one played below 200 BPM the whole night. It was like 70 hours. Seven that's
0: hours. Crazy, dude. Because yeah. I went. I went to a damn psytrance uh, festival one time, oh, and it was did like, really? so, yeah, man, my my fucking brother. Uh, it was this was years oh. ago. He just calls me one night. He goes, hey man, you want to go to the psytrance festival up in North Carolina? And I was like, what the fuck is psytrance? Like I had no idea. Like no idea no, what it crazy. was. And we went, and it was psytrance straight for like three days. It was fucking awesome, man.
1: That's a ding 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 da, ding, 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 ding. ding. Fucking everyone's yeah.
0: doing these crazy psychedelics. Dude, you want to go you want to see some real wooks, dude? Go to a side train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts.
1: Facts. That's like like deep tier wookage. Like
0: Yeah. <laughs> Final, form. Don't know. Final form. Final form.
1: Yeah, yeah, people don't know. Side trains is cool though. I quite, I actually kind kind of like it. But when oh, it's okay. faster, I'm more into like 160, 170
0: kind of sigh. So I love Wait. where true. are you? I'm in Louisiana right now. I'm originally from Mississippi, but I live in New Orleans now.
1: Oh, sick man! Yeah, that's man. fucking awesome, dude. I
0: moved out here like three years ago. Are you? This might be a dumb question, but are you originally from Texas?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was born in Dallas and I was raised there, and uh, moved out to LA in 2013. Um, I went to college in Boston for for music, and but yeah, I spent the first like 18 years of my life in Texas, and then I came back there for a little while, and then moved out here. Did you move
0: out there specifically for music?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was making, like, trap and shit back in 2013. Um, And, like, I was, like, signed. And, like, I I was, like, on APA and, like, on a couple different agencies. Or it was on that agency. I had, like, you know, business manager, blah, blah, all the bullshit. Um, And, like, things were seemingly going to go well. And then uh, uh, (laughs) I pretty much, long story short, ruined my life and had to get my shit together um, in, like, 2015. Uh, but yeah, so I moved out here for music. Yeah,
0: I did. Yeah, I had, had, ran into some fuckery, huh?
1: Yeah, some big time fuckery Damn, by man. my own hand. But, well, uh, I mean, I, I'd now. love
0: to know, but if you don't want to talk about it, you ain't got it. But I'm interested personally. Oh, yeah, no, no,
1: I just got wrapped up in drugs and shit, dude. Like, bad, bro. I, I, some people know out there, like, online, like, I'm sober, um, and have been for like five and a half years and, uh, completely sober. And, um, yeah, I just got wrapped up in some drug shit like that. I would always kind of had some problems, you know, with that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm like, that's such an understatement. Like I had like major problems with that shit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I like clean my shit up in 2015 and uh, it's been good since. And, you know, but yeah, it, LA was not conducive to that when I first moved here. Now it's like actually pretty conducive to, to the opposite of like a, a healthy lifestyle for me, actually, and, and stuff like that.
0: So since like the, a lot of like the music field has changed a lot from being a lot of like you know p- from personally networking to now it's a lot of online stuff. Do you still feel like having to go to uh like L.A. or something like that to network or to do music? Do you still feel like that's very important, or do you think like people can get it um, get it throughout uh, wherever they're at just because of the internet?
1: I think yeah. I mean, if you're if your shit's strong online, like I I believe that you can do anything it's it's a matter of like having fans and selling tickets like that's ultimately what it comes down to you know what i mean i think um and then people being interested in like what you're doing just in general you know so it's like what are you getting revenue from like streams syncing, and like you know potentially and and shows you know and most djs make a lot of their money on shows you know what i mean uh sometimes the streaming stuff is really good but uh for me streaming is like a, such an uphill battle because of the like the genre i make you know but we're, we're doing all right um i don't think it's necessary anymore i have had a lot of experiences where it was very beneficial that i was here um and just to be able to like just be here you know what i'm saying um but not really <laughs> I don't think so. You can be, like, huge and live in Louisiana. And, like, as long as you can sell tickets and tour, like, you're good.
0: Yeah, as long as there's a fucking airport, dude, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. It doesn't matter fucking where you're from. Like, it's all about numbers. The people who, like, are, that care, care about fucking numbers, dude. And if you're not putting up fucking numbers on the board, then, like, I'm fucking sorry, dude, you know? And, like, we all want to get off that direct support slot and into the headline slot, you know? That's the goal.
0: Very true very true Dude, yeah. so, so being out in la you know there's all these different type of artists all different genres now since you're kind of like in your own field like in your own lane in a sense and you got like this cowboy thing going on and, and then your name looks like a rapper do you ever like have anybody like put you in the studio or you ever been in the studio with like other rappers or like any country people out there in la
1: no not really to be honest i mean i've been i mean I've been in the studio with like rappers and shit. like I was with uh, I was in Amsterdam with carnage and uh, we were hanging out I can't remember why I was there he was there though carnage was in Amsterdam and we were hanging out and and he brought me to the studio and, like, it was, like, him and, like, Teeny Tempo was there. It was just, like, Teeny Tempo was just, like, hanging out. And I'm, like, sitting there, like, in my fucking full-on cowboy gear. Like, <laughs> you know, Curtis is like, this fool makes crazy-ass music. Like, you don't even want to hear it. Trust me. Don't, don't listen to it. <laughs> like, I bro, was this like, shit's thanks. so
0: good, you don't want to hear it, bro. You don't even want it I was like, this. thanks, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, Carnes is man. I love I DJ Carnage. He's a fucking homie. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I end up in situations like that, but nothing. Never like to like work. Nitty gritty and I have a collab that's like a country
0: hardcore track. It's pretty oh, hell sick. Hell yeah, dude! He's so dope, man. Dude, yeah, he's that, a man. That, that kind of reminds me of that of that scene from Mamma uh, Walk Hard. What are you doing? We're smoking reefer. You don't want none of this shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so good, bro. Yeah, love that shit.
0: So I wanted to bring up the cowboy thing, man, because you mentioned like, you know, other countries are in like, Holland, they're like, man, like, who the fuck is this guy dressed in cowboy shit? But I feel like that type of uh, image is kind of fucking coming back, dude, because we see a lot of rappers doing it, Diplo's doing it. Like, do you think that that change has helped you a lot? Or like, you know, you've always been kind of the same, you know what I mean? Like, has it gotten a little easier over time for people to accept it? Or is it just like people still have this image going on?
1: uh it was honestly bro like i like where do i start with this long story short in 2017 2018 i was gonna quit music and like i wasn't making hardcore And i got this like booking and like dude i was on this such like a fuck it tip because i was still djing like space yacht and other things i was on like such a fuck it tip because i didn't care that I like was playing all this ho- hard style and hardcore in my sets because I like I've always liked it, you know. Right. So I'm playing that shit like at towards the end of my set, a little bit at the beginning, and then doing like bass music and stuff in between. And like so, I started doing it, and I got this like opportunity booking at Wasteland, which is a, a hard style festival. Um, and and I and I literally just went in there, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go play a hardcore set." Like I'll play because like they'll get pissed if you play dubstep or something. Like you cannot play anything but like hard style and hardcore. Like it's like very you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that either, and, 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 uh, so anyways, I played this hardcore set, and it was, like, great, but I just wore the cowboy hat, I was, like, fuck it, like, I'm gonna wear the cowboy hat on stage tonight, like, because I wasn't really, I was wearing, like, you know, like, Ariad hats, or, like, Von Dutch hats, and shit, and, like, trucker hats, and shit, but I wasn't, like, rocking a fucking cowboy hat, so I put it on, put that shit on, dude, and, like, it clicked, and everybody, like, was, like, oh, fuck, like, that's the cowboy dude, and then I was, like, oh, shit, like, like I'm just gonna fucking run with this. Like this is this is like what I'm doing now, you know. And and like I was like, I mean, why have I never done that? I've always been little Texas. Like why have I never put on a cowboy hat, you know? And and uh, that was like two and a half, two years ago actually, I guess. And uh, yeah, almost two years actually to the date. And um, the rest is history, brother. You know, the rest yeah. is history. It all kind of like all this stuff that was in my life and like all of these different like aspects of my life. Like, all kind of came together um, to become, like, what the brand is today, you know, in, like, a real, like, um, harmonized fashion. Like, with the music being hardcore, like, my obsession with new metal and, like, early 2000s culture, cowboys, western shit, my upbringing in Texas, you know, a bit of the Hollywood L.A. shit, you know, so.
0: Here's the thing, man. It takes a real fucking man to wear a cowboy hat, right? You see a guy with a cowboy hat, you said, okay, that guy... Probably works with his hands. Not probably. That guy works with his hands. All right. Uh, he's probably a, a hunter and a gatherer. You know what I mean? Like, he'll, <laughs> not only will he he provide you food, but he will gather the necessary tools for survival. Right? Yeah. And he's probably a gentleman. Okay. So you know, it takes a man to wear one of them hats,
1: dude. That's right. That's right. I gotta buy the like ones with the bent brims, though, because like if I wear like a real cowboy hat, one of the like hard shell boys, yeah, I look like a fucking asshole. I got like a th- kind of thin head. So like it looks like a ten gallon hat if it's just a regular hat, you know right. what I mean? Dude,
0: my, yeah, dad like, my dad's straight up like a legit cowboy. That's and, tight. And like I i said I was like, I'm not wearing them hats until I can grow a beard, but once I started growing that beard out, it's like fuck it, it's all sign.
1: Yeah, it looks it looks cooler with a beard.
0: It does look a lot yeah. cooler with a beard, but it looks good on you, dog Alright, looks Thank good you, on thank you. Yeah, you. It works. It I like right the like
1: tacky rocker ones. Like there's like spots in Hollywood where you can go and get like that like rocker gear that like, you know, you see like fucking like, ah, what's the fucking band? I don't, I don't know. It's something ran- like like Nickelback or like Avenged Sevenfold or some random shit that they're like, it's like, where do they buy those clothes with those like weird skulls and like the cutoffs and their jeans are all crazy. Like it's like some weird shit, but there's spots like that in Hollywood where you can shop and they have these gnarly cowboy hats with like snakes and they're all oh, like yeah. bent up and like weird flags and crazy shit.
0: Punk rock cowboy gear.
1: Yeah, I like that shit, man. Just like yeah. khaki cowboys.
0: Yeah, I'll see like uh like Danny Worsnop from Asking Tangery. He he wears a lot of that shit now, man. Rocking and rolling, dude. Yeah, dude. But uh, and uh, I appreciate you talking to me, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time, though. But no, so, no, I'm so, chilling. So like you know, since you are like you know such this different guy and like a loud brand and personality and stuff, like I'm sure like you know some people see something different and they're like dude let's point and laugh at him because he's different you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. they see something they're like what and they just start losing it dude like what's some of the most ridiculous things that some some haters have said to you dude and how how have you dealt with the like these haters that just don't get it
1: oh man it's like it's all the time dude it's gotten better actually um the funniest one recently was when i did the thousand bpm edit of uh, the G Jones track, and like, dude, I talked to to old boy like decently, you know, pretty regularly. Um, not a lot, but like, you know, I told him I was gonna do it, and he was like gassing me up on it, and then like retweeted it. But like, people don't see those things on the internet; they just see the like like me posting about it. And uh, people were like so mad about that; they were like like really, really like viscerally upset and being like. You, like, ruined this. Like, you need to stay out of this. This is fucked up. Like, why would you ever do this? Are you fucking serious? Like, just, dude, so crazy. I was like, guys, it's a thousand BPM song. Like, it's not that serious. Like, let's just, like, chill out here. Like, and not to mention he supported it, you fucking weirdos. Um, it was, like, so weird. I was like, are you guys not, like, I don't know. I don't know. But people, people are, like, there's nothing... I don't know, man. I don't have any, like, direct quote. I wish I had, like, a great direct quote, but I don't. It's mostly people just, like, your music is literal trash, you know? And that's, like, the thing I get the most.
0: I, I love a good hater, though, dude. I have fucking mad haters for a lot of the shit that I do. And I... And I, I bet I'll, you do. <laughs> I'll purposely, like, try to piss, certain, like, certain people off. Like, I'm in a Twitter war right now just pissing a few of those those super PC people off just purposely
1: yeah yeah i like your style man I, i've i've uh you know you're not afraid to to make a joke man comedy ain't dead it's um fine, dude.
0: and here's the thing sure. man one can't one thing can't be funny and the other can't you know what i'm saying if you can make fun of something you, like i feel like you got to be able to to make fun of it all right yeah yeah i mean you
1: know it's all within reason you know what i'm saying man it's oh for shit you, brother both shirts are all- on
0: yeah dude i was actually gonna you know say you know it's gotta happen
1: yeah. Should I do a mangina? Should I like should I should I should I stand up with a mangina?
0: Do it. Do it. Absolutely. 100%. I'll do it too.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm going to not do that one.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I was I was going to do it with you and we were going to mangina it
1: all. But I'm going to do it with a sock on my dick, right out of chili pepper status.
0: Yeah, yeah I saw that fucking tweet, dude like you, that's for real, huh?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. Well, I did this cameo like I don't know, I don't know whatever. I think I don't know. Tommy Cash's like team like reached out to me to do like a uh, cameo in this in his video, um, and so I did this thing with like a sock on my dick. Um, Hell yeah! And got naked and just like sock on my dick. But. So
0: so so what? What size sock are we speaking?
1: Uh, extra small. Yeah.
0: Oh extra fuck small. yeah, dude! Loud and proud. You know, like you know what they say about big cowboy hats, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, tiny penises. T- really small a- average, t- average average t- white t- male penis.
0: Average. And look, I'm happy with the average. You know, I'm I'm all right with it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm 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 not a uh, I'm not lacking. Um, yeah. So what was the what was the last question?
0: We were talking uh, the last question, dude. So I saw, uh, I've seen it a lot online, dude, and I got the same thing going on my end, dude, and it was completely unrelated. But that's how we got linked up all right was this fuck little texas right yeah yeah. everyone's saying fuck little texas dude what's that about because people started saying fuck taboo as a joke and then they're like nah bro you copying little texas like what you talking about but how did this start with you uh
1: it was like we needed okay so we're promoting our like ep back like a year way more than a year ago like my first text core ep um year and a half ago we were like fuck like how are we going to promote this like let's like think about it and my manager was like what if you got like all your dj friends to like say fuck little texas you know and like so we got like i reached out to like everybody and we just got everybody to say fuck little texas um and like i i think i was on like the like front end of like dj's promoting that way cuz i saw a lot of dj's like do promotion style like that where they like reach out to other dj's and like they make like little clips and stuff you know but we did it pretty like early on um i think in that trend um and so yeah it ended up sticking and, and i got it from primus is where i got it from
0: fucking um, Primus, that weird primus issue.
1: sucks dude yeah, primus, primus sucks. sucks yeah and so i i wanted to like kind of create this like slogan within my brand and like you know and that's that ended up being what it was so it was like fuck little texas um because people were like hating on me all the time and so like play into people, it yeah people would hate on me and I'd be like yeah fuck little texas or like will be like, "God, your music is literally the worst m- shit ever like like please get out of the industry. there's so many producers who deserve your you know bookings <laughs> And I'm and I'm always like responding like degrade me more, Daddy. I'm about yes. to come. Yeah, you know, shit you like keep talking
0: Dirty, dude. Fuck. Yeah, me. like
1: twist my oh, nipples. I'm so close. Red. Don't stop. Yeah, oh please. god, I love it,
0: dude. I literally had someone come in my DMs last week and was talking shit, and then they started threatening me, and then I was like, Oh my fucking god, please keep threatening me. I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, I love Why it. Why do
1: people not like you? I feel like you're really approachable and likable. You make like like accessible music too. I feel. like
0: I talk a lot of shit, all right? Uh, and okay, you know, yeah. I, and, and and I was so like, you know, I'm a comedian so I started bringing comedy into my stuff. And yeah. you know, at first whenever people see something they don't know or like it's something's different, they're like, you know, oh no, we don't like that. It's different. But people people, you know, they're coming around, but I still get haters because I I say jokes and you know, jokes sometimes there's a, I would hate to, there's that one person at the end of a joke who's like when everyone's laughing, there's that one person who's like I don't think that's funny. Nope
1: yeah nope not yeah.
0: funny and then they have an opinion about it so that's why they don't like yeah. it yeah
1: yeah people want to be terminally unique you know you got the terminal unique people and like they're always gonna fucking be that way and 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 yeah i mean you push through brother that's the that's the key you know controversy a little bit of controversy is good because uh, it makes people think and um yeah you'd be surprised but uh, yeah, I like what you do. I've always thought you. I, once I started following you, I thought you were really funny. I was like, damn, this dude's fucking hilarious. Well, I was like, and he's that, from the house, so that's tight. You want to date? Let's date.
0: Yeah, actually, I mean, I, I'm I'm more of a man, so I'm and I'm I'm more of a merry guy. You know what I'm saying? So if we're gonna be together, I really want to commit about it. You know,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not
0: no damn boy. I'm a man. So if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> You, you can trust. Hey, one more question though. What's what's? And uh, you know, you see, a, I see a lot of tattoos on you. Is there one that you're like, fuck? I wish I would have got that one.
1: Actually, I don't have any. Like, I, there's been one tattoo in like five years that I got that I was like, fuck, man. Like, did I fuck up? And it was the when I got my head tatted. Yeah. Um. So it says speed right here, and then it says freak right here. i don't know if you can see it i can see Um, it but when i got the first side i got i didn't i posted about the freak side but i didn't post it when i got the speed side because i was like oh my god like i ruined my body i was like what the fuck like i got a head tattoo like what have i done like oh no like, it was so weird, bro. I was like, I ruined my pretty face. Ah. <laughs>
0: well,
1: but then I got freak tatted, and I was like, Oh yeah, this is fucking badass. Wow, I'm not. Tri- I'm, I don't know why I'm tripping.
0: Right. Well, um, I mean, other than hat, that, no. A head tat's not as crazy as a damn face tat. So you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't think I'll ever do that. I don't. I don't personally like. I like face tattoos, but definitely not something for me. I need to like get my like legs and back and you know.
0: You ever get? One I of feel your like the face is. is-
1: yeah my dick. so you Is that what
0: he said? yeah, you think you'll get one on your dick? yeah,
1: I'm gonna get a piece of bacon on it, so my vegan, you know my vegan girlfriend can eat meat, you know <laughs> <laughs> It's a bad joke. <laughs>
0: i love that joke actually dude <laughs> Fuck yeah!
1: But i didn't make that up i also do not have a girlfriend <laughs> oh
0: okay, yeah. because well, we're about to be <laughs> together so i'd hope not yeah, that's true yeah. trifling ass <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> all right dude well uh i, w- I just want to thank you man thank you for coming on my show i really i really appreciate what you do man i think it's really different but i think it's a lot of fun and i, I and i i like i really like what you do man and and i cannot thank you enough for coming on dude you're a cool ass yeah. guy i'm glad we got to talk
1: no worries no worries, man, and and right back at you, dude, I think your music's really cool. I really like that, like, that fucking, like, dragon dinosaur with the nun, like, and then, like, the description of it, I was like, wow, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, this is so good, like, this art is so good.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you like it, man, I, re- I really like it, I'll have to send you some yeah. more art, because uh, we got some really cool art coming too, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. send me dude, tracks, Steven. Will do, man, I hope we stay in touch, man, and I'll talk to you later, buddy.
1: Absolutely, brother. Bye.
0: Peace out. And that was Little Texas, everybody. What a cool guy. Like, what a cool guy. My shirt's off, you know? I'm glad he took his shirt off, too, because I was like, oh, dude, I was like, do I look like an asshole? And then not only did I look like an asshole, I'm pale as fuck, and then I was a little disappointed because he didn't take his off, but he took it off, man. And that's cool. All those questions I had were, like, super – you know, for really for me, cause I, you know, I don't know much about him, but I see him and I think he's doing some really cool shit, dude. I like people who do different stuff, man. And that dude is tatted the fuck up, son. And I, for real, first time I did see his name, I thought he's a rapper. But I think it's cool, dude. Like I want to see some, like you know, if if I wasn't taboo, I'd probably be Young Mitchell, just to say, you know, let people decide. Like, is he a DJ? Is he a rapper? Is he my father? Who knows? anyway, let's get to our next guest. Joining us now is a man who um, isn't really a doctor, but he claims he's one. Uh, you know, he's a big-time fan of this show. Actually, long-time listener and uh, many-time caller. My good friend, subdoc to everybody. What's good, buddy? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, dude. Your room is messy as fuck, dog.
2: Dude, I just got back from a drive-in show and I got to leave again tomorrow. So I don't know if you're like me where like when you get back from traveling, you usually don't unpack for like the first three fucking days and then like, then you scramble when you have to do it again.
0: I don't know, man. I think I'm pretty me. much, I, Yeah, I think that's just you, man. I'm a very <laughs> neat and clean guy, man. I try to at least.
2: I hate unpacking and I hate laundry and so I just wait till the last fucking second.
0: Oh, laundry is absolute worst. I'm I'm not the I am not good with laundry. I'll I'll go ahead and say that. You eating right, so, <laughs> dude? I just got back from i ha- I've been running around like crazy today. I gotta have a snack. Well, I appreciate you <laughs> taking the time to come on the show, man. You know, I oh, wanted
2: for sure. You you keep fucking talking about me in like every one of your episodes, so I figured, well, he either wants to sleep with me or I just have to do this fucking thing so he shuts up. Or maybe both, bro. Who knows? That's
0: fine. so so you're about to leave again are you going to another drive-in show
2: yeah i got two more i got one in chicago tomorrow and uh scranton pennsylvania on whatever the day that is after tomorrow
0: (laughs) hell yeah man (laughs) you're going on on these drive-in shows dude i kind of like i was kind of against i'm not against them happening but against playing them but i'm starting to realize that like i don't see shows coming back you know it's gonna be the
2: new normal you know and they're doing such a great job with them, too, you know, in terms of safety and, you know, all that stuff. That is important, you know, but everyone just makes, like, the biggest deal about it. But they are doing a great job, and it's fun, man. It's just fun to do something again, get out of the house.
0: Yeah, I think I'm about to get into the uh, into the drive-ins myself, man. I just got to get out of this damn house, man. I've just been locked in. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you
2: live in the swamp, too, and it's fucking hot and muggy it's and it's disgusting. It's disgusting.
0: It's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, dude, and we ain't even got AC, dude. If you want to use the bathroom, we got an outhouse in the back, dude. <laughs> oh, that's <was> great. <laughs> nah, man, no, nah, the safety, I've been seeing, like, you know, the safety is the one, like, the main concern for it, but, like, I saw, like, the Disco Donnie one in Texas, like, a couple days ago. Got shut down mm-hmm. by the fire marshal for absolutely, for what it seems like, no reason. I mean, I know the Disco Donnie crew, and, you know, he's not going to, that's He's great. not going to We've all played with Disco yeah, Donnie. Yeah, th- the most professional like straightforward uh event company there is. Like, you know, if there's a, some type of safety precaution that needs to be taken, they're going to do it. So, I thought that was fucking crazy they got shut down.
2: Well, remember we played uh I think it was the last Oh, you called me after I played one or right before I did a Disco Donnie one back in like April. I did like the first drive-in show and we talked on the phone a little bit. But uh it was great. So I think it just might be the fact that their whole state is fucking it up. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Their, their numbers are just through the roof, so they just got to, like, put the hammer down, even though it's nobody's really, like, not their fault. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no one knew how to deal with it, man. But, uh, I mean, so you think this is going to be a thing that's going to go on even after uh, shows are back?
2: Uh, Probably not once shows are back, but I don't think people are going to be comfortable for a really long time, you know, yeah. in in big group gatherings, no matter what, like we really have like societal PTSD from what's happening. You know, you like I like, go to the store and I'm like, oh, there's four people in that fucking aisle. I'm not going, you know, it's just there are, our whole entire mentality as a society has changed. So it's going to be a long road, I think. So they'll be around for a while, but who knows?
0: Yeah. A long way to the top if you want to rock and roll.
2: Yeah, I think
0: ACDC said that, right? Right, right. Yeah, dude, I'm going to I'm going to really miss like handshakes. Like, you know, like I i see a vi- like Good, movies now. Dude, like, you know, dude. just like it's it, you know, it's it's just a it's just like, you know, giving a little piece of your word, you know what I mean? And a man's only worth yeah. what his word is, you know what I mean? Exactly. A sign of no, respect.
2: No, just fucking boom, just throw a paw on there. It's like yeah. I fucking miss you, man.
0: Yeah. Now, do you think we're going to like take up the bows?
2: I, I just go straight for the genitals.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm like I I get on my knees. I'm just like, let's get the server with <laughs> Yeah.
2: Like we all know what's happening here. Let's just get it done.
0: Yeah, I'm here for one reason <laughs> and one reason only. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going home. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but you, you mentioned Texas how the a how the numbers are going through the roof. Man, you live in Reno, or as I like to call it, the white trash Vegas, dude. How is it out there right now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's good. And you know what? I like that people think that because we don't want you to come here. Goddamn California spilling over right now. The well, cuz no one can afford the Bay Area, so everyone's pouring into here and yeah, doing that whole thing. But we've been pretty good here. I mean, Reno, I know they call it the biggest little city, but it really like it really is and it never really popped off. Vegas is absolutely fucked right now. They've done a bad job, but yeah. You know, not to get too political, but our governor has really fucked up a lot of things for a lot of people across the board. So it's just, it's been kind of weird, but my little North, Northern Nevada spot is good.
0: Yeah. Hey man, I, I prefer the white trash parties, honestly. Like those are just good times, you know, a little ratchet more
2: fun. Nobody wants to fucking hang out with rich people. All Hell they do off. is talk about how much money they have. And like, have you ever gone to like a Vegas casino to like party or a nightclub there? It's a fucking nightmare. It's like every person I never want to be around.
0: Right. It's like, dude, the white trash parties, like, all of them have warrants, dude. They're all, like, drinking Fago and fucking Jim Bean, you know what I'm saying? Jamming some ICP, and they don't give a fuck, dude. Trying to fight no, the police. No, I like hanging out with
2: people that don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got plenty of that shit up here. We don't have Fago in this part of the country, but I'm sure you could special order some and, you know, Amazon Prime, baby. I'll get you. Yeah.
0: That's the future, dude. Speaking of the future, dude, I wanted to like, I wanted to like, usually like I have a bunch of questions for artists that I have on, but I feel like we know each other so well. Like we, we talk enough shit to each other. I just kind of wanted to talk about like <laughs> certain topics. You know what I'm saying? Like sure, sure. I've been thinking a lot about like, I've been seeing a lot of venues, like closing their doors for good. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like production, promotion companies are just going to go like, not all of them are going to go under, but some are just like not going to make it after this. So I feel like. There's gonna be a point when all this is back that we're gonna get kind of back to like an underground vibe. You know what I mean? So it's just like uh, I'm so about that. like honestly, I would rather
2: play a couple like two three hundred shows and spread it out like two nights a weekend or whatever than anything over like five hundred again. Like it's so much more fun for those intimate vibes. Like you get to see the whites people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's having a blast. You we are off any. the energy.
0: Yeah, dude. It's just i i've always preferred those yeah man i I, I, like i've really been thinking about it like i think we're gonna get to a point where it's like you know in like a small town like that production company or that venue they're out and then there's gonna be some guy with some fucking land or warehouse and be like dude let's just throw shows here man it's just like dark ass warehouse with the sound system fuck yeah dude
2: i don't know if you did this like in your area but when i started you know raving we actually still had raves here in northern nevada where like you know you see the flyer you gotta fucking call the number to get the address like the day of the show you go it's a bunch of sketchy like you know ex-cons as security and they take your drugs and resell them and you know that that's that, that whole thing of like actual underground rave shit the cops would come you know that was like rave culture back then and i w- would love to get back to that
0: Yeah, I've gotten invited to a couple of those, like as after parties, where it's like you know they're handing out, like you know they hear about the after party at a warehouse and you have to call the number. I went to one of them one time and it was, uh, it wasn't in a warehouse. It was just in the hood, and it was so cool. (laughs) It was just like the whole neighborhood was still awake at 4 a.m. It was yeah, it's fun. It's
2: yeah, I like I like that. I like that vibe. I mean, obviously it's fun to do like the big shows and with the you know actual concerts. They're not raves in my opinion they're actual concerts you know full production beautiful venues and those are still really fun but every once in a while you got to get back to the nitty-gritty and like you know piss in a corner of a warehouse while you're dancing really hard for 12 hours
0: right dude some guys naked but it's just chill if that's you know what fuck yeah (laughs) <laughs> fuck yeah dude fuck yeah let's go so do you think like the cause I think about this all the time like if it goes back to that do you think like the music that's getting consumed from people at shows like do you think it's gonna be the same cause I feel like me personally I feel like a lot of like the really like giant sounding like I won't say generic but I will like dubstep like one of the reasons those shows are so dope is because of all the crazy production and just the lasers and the system do you still think that's gonna be like the thing or do you think or I maybe mean, it still might be the thing people still might be just raging even harder because it'll be a smaller show but i just I, I don't know if like do you think like the music consumed is going to be different or like the the consumer's interest is going to be different at shows since the production not so. going to be there
2: i think so from like the the edm kid standpoint you know like i remember when i first started getting into this um It was still like the big DJs. You hear the easy stuff that you obtain on the internet or YouTube or whatever. And then you have to go down the rabbit hole to find the stuff that really latches to your soul. You know what Uh I mean? And like big shows now, it is an experience. It's an immersed experience of what, like you said, big sound, big lights, you know, a full fucking show. And that's what half of what makes it fun. You know what I mean? Because it is is—it's like a full-on fucking circus inside of a concert venue. But then we've all played those shows. Like, you know, for example, Wakan Fest last year. I do these small ones in in the NorCal areas growing up where it's still just that same vibe of, like, dark, some light. You know, it's just some lights. It's not like a big video wall. It's just big sound and and happy people. You know what I mean? So I do think the music will be consumed differently, and I think it's made to be consumed differently. Yeah. I don't want to hear... You know, never say Die's greatest hits on a fucking, you know, Function One sound system in a forest. You know right. what I mean? That 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 to me is not in the spot into which it's supposed to be perceived in.
0: Yeah. What do you want to hear on a fucking Function One system in the forest?
2: Dave Matthews Band. Hell yeah!
0: <laughs>
2: I don't know, man. I, I used to be a Function Tech, and I used to work a lot of those festivals doing audio and. And and uh, stage managing and stuff and function one is yeah, it's not my favorite. I like it. It's great. It's clear, but the low end never really did it for me.
0: Yeah, it just didn't, didn't have touch that you. booty, dude. Yeah, I like being touched a certain way by low end. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Low yeah. is low end. Your uncle? No, actually, yeah. This is a nickname. <laughs> low end. Yeah. <laughs> Or some people like to call him Logan, but you know he's just he's just taking the name Lowen. His real name is Logan. Missing a
2: few teeth, so it just sounds like he's saying well, Lowen. Also,
0: he don't know the alphabet that much either, and you know he, you know the alcohol really makes him slur. So you know it sounds like he's saying Lowen. So yeah, the, the
2: moonshine.
0: Yeah. So whenever Low Lowen does get to me, it's best you know their moonshine is present. So. <laughs> <laughs> for everybody and for everybody involved it's best if we're all drunk <laughs> yeah. so what about like <laughs> dude, what do you, how do you feel about Skinner on a function one dude like if like if i get on stage and the first and only song i play is some leonard skinner how you feeling about it i
2: i would love that but i also don't know any single leonard Skinner song off the top of my head huh um but it I I know, I know. So watch out. Gonna get canceled. Don't know Skinnard. But
0: Dude, where uh, where are you from? Are you originally from palsy. Reno? Like United States Reno? I'm from
2: Yes. Well, Carson City, which is the smaller fucking capital of Nevada. But like But I didn't Nevada, I didn't grow up, up on that shit. I didn't yeah, well yeah, I just I didn't grow up on like you know, that that kind of music. I grew up on like nineties alt rock with my dad and shit like that. So I don't know any of that
0: stuff. Dude, I need to, I need to sing to your soul, man. It's just that it's just you ever heard of like Democracy Core? You know what I mean? Like Freedom Rock, okay? Damn. <laughs> you know? Oh my god. Red, white, and blues. You know what I'm saying? Red, white, and blues. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Hell yeah, dude! I've been I've been seeing that you've been doing a lot of uh, riding some bicycles on some some dirt hills. Is that just called? It's not like dirt biking because then I think of a dirt bike. What is that technically? Just BMXing? Uh mountain biking. Okay, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Honestly, you yeah, you're on a mountain bike, so you know yeah okay right if
2: i was on a bmx bike it'd be called a bmx bike
0: <laughs> yeah, right. dude i just got this bike fucking clutch <laughs> clutch gave me this bike that some girl tried giving him and he didn't want it and I'm, i've i wanted a bike for a while so he gave me this bike and i would not be surprised that this bike was from the fucking 50s okay like the the tires That's are looking sick no it's not this bike sucks so much asshole so like the, oh the, you got a full Road
2: bike. Huh? You know, full road bike with the skinny you know, the skinny little tires, yeah. like the weird handlebars. Yeah!
0: What the fuck is that? Are you call it what's it called? What are those bikes That's, called?
2: Those are the road road bikes. Those are the those, guys that wear the really tight spandex and they, they piss off the side when they're racing because they're going way too fast and they
0: can't stop. Dude, those things suck, and this one sucks super hard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to see some videos of you just cruising the streets of New Orleans like on this road bike and not getting hit by the cars there because the people that fucking drive there, holy shit. Well,
0: they're, they're all insane. drunk, dude. They're all drunk, okay?
2: I mean, yeah, I get it, I, but I live in a 24-hour city, too. I know New Orleans is different, but Nevada yeah. still, you know, most people are drunk all the time.
0: Same, same, some, but different. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I think it's the the humidity in the air, you know, really just makes them want to drive extra aggressively.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, well, you, you also just got to stay, like, your body level, as far as, like, liquids and alcohols, has to keep up with the environment, right? That's true, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Dude, but, uh, so, I got to see you play this year, that, and it was one of the only, oh, actually, no, it wasn't one of the only shows, but it was a fucking dope show. It was the Boogie Trio show out here in NOLA. Your Mardi oh, Grah.
2: yeah, yeah, for Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Dude, you, you came in fucking hot on that one <laughs> all night we're like where the fuck is Mitch at and then you showed up just like I've been drinking Woo! <laughs> and you were like into the nines of Mardi Gras shit and I was like I fucking love this dude I, I
0: reached my final form bro <laughs> oh
2: it was great that oh, was such a fun show man that was so fun
0: Dude, that Boogie Trio, man, I was so shocked. Like, that band was so fucking good, dude. I, I knew rock was a, them, dude. so good. So fucking good, And, like, dude.
2: I prefer, you know, I went through my phase of, like, strictly electronic music all the time, no matter what. You know what I mean? I don't ever listen to this shit when I'm home now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I prefer listening to indie rock or funk or, you know, just I like bands. And so, like, bands that make her dance, dude. Only, yeah, yeah, sure. And, uh, no, I, I sat in the crowd for that show and I was just genuinely beyond impressed at how talented, you know, those gentlemen are and just how they're molding the two worlds together. I love what Brock's doing. I think Hell it's yeah. amazing. I had this Showing guy- people so much good music on top of the shitty music that we play. Right,
0: right, right. I had this guy <laughs> trying to show me his songs during the Boogie Trio set, like- this guy was obviously oh, fucked up, but he's like, dude, we got a link, bro. You got to fuck with me. Literally in the middle of while I'm dancing, fucked the ass up, right? And he's trying to show me some music. And I told him so many times, bro, not now. And eventually Clutch had to step in and tell the guy to fuck off, man. But you was, know what? You
2: know what the, the key to doing that is? When someone, especially in like a green room or someone wants to show you their music, instead of being an asshole, you say, Wait until I get home so I can listen to it properly.
0: No, so I did say that. I I told him. Okay, yeah. I told him because I'll I'll do the same. I'll say, send it my email. I wasn't trying to be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? There's just a point where it's like, dude, I'm trying to watch the damn show, man. Come on. I mean,
2: I really want to tell you to fuck off, but I'm not going to because (laughs) then we'll get canceled. (laughs)
0: Right? There's so much canceling going on, dude. How you feel about it? Oh my god. How you feel about it? How do I feel
2: about it? Oh. This is this is gonna be this 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 podcast is gonna get me canceled, I'm sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it's weird because there's so much necessary shit that had to happen that I'm really glad did. Obviously. Yeah. A lot yeah. of shit that none of us knew about, people that yeah. we knew or thought we knew. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the problem that I see now, especially off Twitter, like I'm mostly off Twitter now because it has turned into such a cesspool of miserable people looking to create drama Mm, you know what what i mean yep and it's it's just it just seems like attack after attack and it's just draining for me mentally so i'm like fuck you guys i'm gonna go ride my bike but that's the other thing is people see okay oh this person got this person canceled so maybe i can come up with some other shit and they turn it into it's all about me and they want their two seconds of
0: fame Sort right. of deal, and we're talking about the so, people who 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 ha, who haven't been wrong. We're just talking about people who just want some attention, right? Yeah.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Where they go above and beyond to try and like ruin somebody's life over something just so they have their two seconds of fame on Twitter, and it's like, oh my god, you guys are sick.
0: Yeah, I will say, like, I am, I am like. Cause dude, I to be real, man. I'm, I'm, I've talked about it a couple times in the podcast, but dude, I was such like a giant Bass Nectar fan and been to so many Bass Nectar shows and shit like that, dude. Oh whenever shit, I didn't came... know that. Yeah, dude. And whenever it came out, I was just like, "Fuck, dude, it sucks, it hurts." But you I'm know, I'm glad, it, glad I, it came I out. I saw a lot
2: of my, a lot of my friends and a lot of you know, fans and just people in our community have really, really fucked them up. You know, like mm-hmm. honestly, it it. It hurt to me because I definitely had seen him a few times in the past. He was the first person to put my music on a large scale in yeah. 2017. Um it just it blindsided me for sure, you know. But it to see some of how my other friends hurt, whether they had tattoos or they just, you know, they were part of that the BNF where that was their family, you know, it was fucked up, man. It's so fucked up. I'll Sucks. never understand how people can operate like that. You know, it's so hypocritically and then I don't know. I I just don't understand. I don't understand. It's fucking crazy
0: to me. It's it's crazy. We don't and we don't have to get too much. It's really easy to be nice.
2: No, no, we don't. It's just the end of the day it's really easy to be nice.
0: Yeah, it's really easy to be nice and it's really (laughs) easy not to fuck anybody under the age of eighteen. Those are two really easy things to do
2: super easy it's surprising how easy it is yeah right <laughs> it's not that hard <laughs> it's, it's like just don't you know
0: <laughs> right it's just, easiest, just don't bro no so so going back to Mardi Gras man I will say like I've, that was actually my first time getting to actually watch one of your sets. Like, we've been at the same festivals and shit together, but we've never had a chance to... Like, I've never had a chance to, like, sit down and watch a sub-doctor set. So, like, I right. really enjoyed the set, and the best part I, I really enjoyed about it was the drum and bass, man. Because, like, I never went to a lot of drum and bass shows, you know what I mean? All the drum and bass people back home in Mississippi were, like, old assholes, like methed out hating oh the new God, guy yeah. yeah like i feel like there's a <laughs> oh, lot of that yeah, there's man. a lot of meth in the drum and bass scene Of you know like for the older like <laughs> like like especially these small towns it's something i noticed you know, getting into electronic yeah. music but your set it had like this deep like drum and bass style going on dude and that shit had me popping man like and i saw you i uh, saw a video oh, that yeah, you shared you. of an unreleased uh uh track of yours that you were playing at the uh, drive-in show and i was like damn that track's so fucking
2: awesome yeah the one in denver
0: yeah, 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 happy to send it to you.
2: And that's yeah, the please. thing is, I think, when it comes to drum and bass, you know, me and Dirt Monkey and a few of us have really, like, tried to slip some in there because we really enjoy it. Yeah, but I like it when you'll slip it in. most of the kids that hear it... Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sex joke. Um, <laughs> God, he fucked me up. <laughs> most of the kids who hear it... Oh, okay, okay. For most of the kids who hear it will hear it in a very heavy, aggressive way. Whether yeah. it's like Scission or Diesel Boy or Dirty Phonics or, you know, it's, it's not, it's really just in your face. It's a wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Like, yeah. fucking take it. And that's not a good way to go about it. You got to right. ease them into it.
0: Right. No, so, I, 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 I,
2: like, I like the dark shit too.
0: Dude, that's what it, it was like. It was like deep dub and, and drum and bass mixed in together. And I love the deep dub vibe, dude. That's such a sexy style oh, yeah. of music. You know what I mean? It really it is. is. It just
2: makes me want to fucking wiggle. You know yeah, what I'm dude. Like, just drop it to the flow,
0: dude. I uh, I mean, me and a but, me and some buddies booked the Whidler in Jackson, Mississippi, like, uh, like four yes. years ago, and he, we, we played in this room where we brought eight dual. I think there were 12s. So like, just stupid amounts of subs, right? And it was only in front of like. It was only... The room uh, sold out at 100 people. Boy only had 30 people in the room, but it still felt smacked just because of a small room. Yeah. The roof was falling down. There was so much bass, but it was the fucking... The Whittler and Thelum like four years ago. Oh, my God. That's amazing.
2: Those One guys the, are fucking... Absolute legends.
0: Yeah. Dude, but do you, do you feel like the German... And nation- you don't really see like... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, gonna, I don't see what. I see. What? <laughs> You said I don't. Really, you said I don't really see. What do I see, man?
2: Uh, I don't remember what I was gonna say because I will continue what you were saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like this drum? Because like drum and bass, like my first time experience drum and bass was exactly what you said. It was just stupid loud. My camera just died, so look, I got this webcam screen to switch over to. Check it. Check it. Check it. Now you won't see me, but uh, the episode still goes okay. on. Um, but okay, cool, that's fine. Yeah, that's you know, actually preferred. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like the first drum and bass show I saw was fucking uh Black Sun Empire, right? And it was like, oh yeah, holy oh, shit, dude! It was it was so fast and aggressive. I remember dancing so hard, but I remember there was a time I literally grabbed my knees and just was like. <sighs> You know what I'm saying? Do you think like this deep? Well, I can't drum- see what
2: you're doing, but I imagine you're in the fetal position right now. Yeah. Of just yeah. Like, what the fuck is
0: happening? Yeah, just like crying, like uh, for for <laughs> for Logan, dude. But uh, but <laughs> do you think like this deep dub like drum and bass? This is deep drum and bass thing. Does this thing gonna pop off at some point? You believe? Because I think like this, just as a new guy getting into it, it's like I think it's fucking so sick, and I think uh. I think it's got a future, but I want to see. Like, I hope how-
2: so, at least in the states. Yeah, I think in the states, I think it, it'll catch some traction. But it's fucking huge everywhere. Like yeah. everywhere else in Europe, and you know, in Asia and Russia, like all those places, like we're for some reason so against it. I don't know what it is, but yeah, like I'll I'll send you a playlist of a bunch of that sort of shit. You know, critical music and just like all these labels that are really pushing some really really fun. Deep shit out. It is. It's like the deep dub of drum and bass. Like, yeah, you know? the shit's
0: tight, man. Simplest like I, terms. I have noticed that, like, crowds, he, like here in the US, they're they're like not about like whenever you do some drum and bass shit. Like, I'm not saying you specifically. but They like, don't
2: know how to dance.
0: Right, right. It's 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 like it's a different. They don't know group.
2: how to move to it's a two it's a two step. It's you know it's every other, but they're trying to like go as fast as the music, and you know it just makes me wonder how they ever graduated you know high school i don't understand how you can't figure out the count of how to fucking dance
0: (laughs) you're gonna turn into one of those angry drum and bass guys dude the older ones the one i'm talking about
2: (laughs) (laughs) probably oh dude i can't wait to be old i am gonna sit on my porch for 23 hours a day and just complain and complain or maybe not (laughs) but i would be really good at it
0: yeah, man. I, but I've uh, I've I've done some drum and bass in my sets, and sometimes it's like it's hit or miss a lot of the times and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, I hope it's very
2: hit or miss. But like hit, also at the end of the day, out. like well, to be a you know a, a DJ is to show people new music that they not might have heard otherwise. You know what I mean? Like yep, push job. the limits a little bit. I really don't like every all this cookie cutter bullshit where they just play what they know they can get away with because the kids go hard. You're not challenging anybody. You're right. not expanding anybody's tastes.
0: Yeah, you're not introducing anybody to new sounds. I always try to approach like doing my sets like that. Like I, I, I don't approach my sets making them the most heavy. My thing is I want to make it the most fun I can and also yeah. introduce people to some like new sh- cool shit. Yeah, it's cool. It's
2: fun when you make your set like a roller coaster. You know what I mean. Yeah. I don't want to just hear fucking banger for an hour because then no, nothing has the chance for impact if every song is as last as the as hard as the last one.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I get that, dude.
2: I've also had a lot of friends hit me. I actually had a friend message me the other day. One of your tunes. Oh fuck, what was it? He doesn't. I don't know if he knows that we're friends or whatever, or quote unquote friends, but uh. He sent me this tune. He's like, have you heard this? I was like, no. He's like, it's fucking great. I bet you'd love it. And it's cool when I just see like people from you know back home or whatever talking about my friends. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That means they're making some interesting shit and it's not getting lost in the bubble of you know the EDM world.
0: So I got two questions out of the things you just said, alright? What song and why air quotes on the Friends part, bro? <laughs> like,
1: the, right, fuck? Ha-
0: the fuck? Uh, the me- fuck, dude? what the fuck come on man I, don't, I thought we were I cool still don't,
2: dude I don't know whose team I'm on right now dude you ain't to gotta be on it. a
0: team dude the SFAM guys are the worst <laughs> it's just Michael Jacob's awesome Michael's just so gen- aggressive gentle Jacob Jake- yeah gentle, gentle Jacob.
2: Jacob you can't say anything bad about him but god Michael needs to go to therapy I swear <laughs> to god
0: Dude, i love it whenever s fam does like or or it's it's michael who does like the 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 social medias i love it when he does like instagram videos and shit like 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 promoting a song he puts like half of his face on the camera and like yo what up man uh we just put a new song out in this bit uh Go check it out. He's like dancing while he's doing it. Go check it out or I'll
2: beat up your fucking mom.
0: Yeah, super zoomed in. Like, he zooms in all the time. What up? I'll fucking fight you. Listen to our song. But yeah, dude, you don't got to be on a team.
2: The song was... That's true. The song was clear.
0: Okay, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that one, so I'll have to check it out.
0: Yeah, check it out, dude. Is it new or old? It's, um, Clear came out in January. Yeah. Of so this it, year? Yeah. So, believe. so that like
2: four years ago?
0: <laughs> yeah, in music time. <laughs> it been yeah. the longest
2: fucking year
0: of my right. life. What are you, what are you doing right now? Like just, just in life other than these damn shows, man. How are you passing these times?
2: I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this chocolate, uh, cover art that you have chocolate for
0: this song oh that's quality yeah, goods it's yeah of... qu- it's quality goods uh they do their own oh art. Yeah. okay yeah okay. You, you know if it you know you know it's my art if there's some type of sexy thick nun in it
2: yeah yeah if there's fruit and asses involved
0: yeah anything sexual this car is a taboo <laughs> <Hard work. laughs> i mean
2: i i kind of wish that i went with that route yeah I, you don't, I, I like you don't fruit think...
0: and who doesn't like a good butt. Right, dude. I mean, you don't think you could switch it up real quick and write a drum and bass song about eating ass?
2: Who's to say that I don't already have that? Okay, you know yeah,
0: saying. right on, dude. Respect, <laughs> dude. That's that's respectable. That's you know, that's something that that you can like, you know, you can you can show proud. Like I worked this. I made this with my hands. I built this. All right, and this came from the soul with these yeah. these two soft hands. Of a musician, ah, oh, rough, dude. You gotta, you gotta play it what? right.
2: Oh, that's true. Actually, I've been getting a bunch of calluses from riding my bike, which makes me feel a little more manly. So that's cool.
0: Yeah, dude. I, if, whenever I was a drummer, I, I had like stupid calluses. I'd bleed while drumming, and it made me feel good about myself. Oh my god,
2: I did too. Because I grew, I played the drum, played the drums for like five years growing up. I want to say like. S- pff- eighth grade through my senior year of high school and then i sold them when i went to college but god i miss that shit
0: yeah you still have a kid don't you dude so i sold the kit my i had two i have two kits the one was an electric kit it was set up i sold that so i could Mm -hmm. have room to do this podcast setup uh and then my other kits in my closet it kind of hurts my soul but i'm focusing on being a like no i'm focused on production not drummer I, i toured for a while as a drummer so i got all the things in i Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's just, like, I, I don't know how much is it kind I'm of fun that. to, like,
2: take the background? I feel that. It's, like, kind of fun to take the background of being a drummer and applying it to, like, music production. Like, I am... its I struggle so bad with, like, writing melodic stuff, which I think that's why I tend to put out a lot more of, like, melodic, you know, funky dubstep, because it's hard for me. But, yeah. like, the drum stuff just comes so easy, and it's just so fun to, like have a groove you know what i mean it's not so fucking robotic sounding and no i
0: totally get that 100 percent, man that's like one of my favorite parts about it and then like the experimentation of the sounds you know what i'm saying
2: yeah we like to experiment in the dark
0: i've been experimenting my whole life okay so (laughs) yeah yeah with uh with low end (laughs) (laughs) well dude um so like Real we'll, we'll quick, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I really appreciate you, you know, hanging out with me a but uh, But so, you know, you used to work station. Yeah, finally. Straight.
2: Fuck. You've been talking about me for so goddamn long, and then you finally hit me up, and I appreciate that. That's well, nice. Well, dude,
0: I-, I told you I was going to have you on whenever it was ready. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to do it like this, you know? Got the nice setup. Yeah, for sure. You know, I-, I
2: wish we could have done it in person. That would have yeah. been fun, too. Yeah, we would have been just, doing some fuckery. Slamming whiskey shots together. <laughs> yeah, and-
0: dude, getting trashed. I think like the Baldy episode. Like three episode, p.m. here,
2: and I'm like, I'm not I don't want to drink.
0: Yeah, b- the Baldy episode was like probably the trashest. Like I've been on a podcast, we just got smacked.
2: <laughs> that does not surprise me, dude. It was so funny being with him on the Blunts and Blondes tour. Yeah, like you know when when I saw you at that at the Joy Theater show, that was just a one off because I was we had a day off for the Blunts tour. I got booked to fly out to Nola and do that, and then I was right back with those guys. And holy shit. <laughs> the tour took a lot out of me, but it was hilarious. Yeah, like, ball. just absolutely hilarious.
0: Body's fucking wild, <laughs> guy's dude. A fuck- dude, guy's a I'm fucked up.
2: Character.
1: Dude,
2: <laughs> dude I'm freaking dude, out. Dude, I'm, I'm freaking out, man. I'm panicking. <laughs> Every time. And he would, like, lose his USB, like, all the time. All the time. And he never had a backup USB and he didn't have a computer with him on the road. Or he did. And he didn't have record box or whatever. So it was like before every show, he's just drenched in sweat, like chugging chugging vodka, looking for his USB. He's like, dude, you gotta be on stage in three minutes. He's like I'm freaking out, ah!
0: dude. I don't even know what I'm doing. I just do it. Yeah, I just do it. <laughs> i love it he's one of my favorite people i've ever met dude but 100
2: uh,
0: <laughs> but um yeah i wanted to ask you one more thing so like you did work a lot of stage production stuff you know you said mentioned you were a sound yeah. tech dude like i want i've been thinking about like what those companies are going to look right, like right now because like i feel like a lot of those big it's, systems they <sighs> you know they have to take out loans or do some debt stuff like you know get themselves in a little bit of debt in order to to, like, buy these massive s- systems and big productions and lights and shit. Like, what do you think's going to happen at those type of places, man?
2: Uh, well, I used to work for a production company here in Reno where we would do um, a lot of stuff at the ski resorts. You know, they have big concerts. We do a lot of, like, you know, pop shows or whatever, big event center shows. And a lot of times it's, you know, lease to own sort of deal, or they might just own it outright at that point, because, I mean, it was a multi-million dollar production warehouse that I was working for, yeah. um, so honestly, I'm not sure what they're doing on the back end, they've gotta have some you know, some sort of deal going on because they benefit from each other you know what yeah. I mean, it's all we, all we all benefit from each other in this extremely fragile system of touring music and live shows but um, I think it's been tough cause I've seen a lot of venues that we've both played, you know, go under and because they don't have the support system. I've seen a lot of my friends, you know, we've all been struggling pretty, pretty hard financially yeah, because we, we all took it for granted pretty hard. And it is just such a fragile system that,
0: you know, Jesus Christ, here we are. Right. He's <laughs> it's not, it's man. insane. I've been thinking about it. Like maybe these like, uh, these production companies you know they have these big warehouses with all this gear dude like these venues go down they clear out half the warehouse right they already have the gear they're the ones throwing the shows right they got like a fucking little monopoly going on they got the gear they got the venue they got the they got it all man and they just come back on top stronger than ever
2: I hope so. I mean, I hope that you know this uh, Save Our Stages Act actually passes. Um,
0: what? Is, oh yeah, tra- that's that's for the uh, venues and bars and uh, live event uh, venues, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're you know Congress or the Senate or whatever. We're one of those two assholes <laughs> are trying to fucking pass something to save this because if we come out of this and all of our venues are closed, like. It's not gonna get any better if we don't have any outlets <laughs> you know what i mean this country is already on fire
0: and it's not gonna get any better if we can't save the arts right no that, but that's where it's gonna go underground i think you know that's that's i hope all the venues get saved like because I, I get worried about the venues here in new orleans that have been like a home to me dude like you know they're obviously struggling and i don't know how i don't if i was a business owner I'd be like how do i pay this rent how do i like like, that, there's no, – because you can't open – like, literally here, there's no – you can't go in any bars. Uh, you know, they banned it to go cup. So shit's getting crazy, man. i, I I've been they, they closed
2: everything it. back down, right? So Mike's mm-hmm. – I know Mike was working for a while. I think um, he's still
0: working. I, I think he's still working because it's a restaurant, I believe, too.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay,
0: I wasn't wasn't quite sure on that. But, uh, yeah, man, I
2: hope I, – I think we'll be able to come out on top. I think it all just really depends on,
0: uh, you know – what, yeah. what can be salvaged at the end. I don't know. You seem like more of a bottom, but I mean, that's up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, switch, baby switch, oh, gotta switch. Well, dude, I really fucking appreciate it's it. You. Interesting. Really appreciate you coming on my show, man. Uh, Cannot thank you. Enough. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, I love you, buddy. And I will I love uh, you too. Hopefully will... I'll
2: get to see you soon, man. And we can, we can do some fun shit again. in IRL, yeah, I don't real real. Life, Yeah, nah,
0: no, nah, I knew. Uh, no, nah, it's, um, <laughs> I really do, like, I really appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? We do talk a lot of shit, man, and I don't know it's always for fun. Love all your music, dude. Glad that you and I have gotten to be able to get closer these past, like, you know, years. And so, you know, hope we just get closer as the years go on, buddy.
2: Me too, man. And we got to write a song. And now that this is going to be on a recorded thing, and I'm saying that we have to write a song together, we got to do it pretty soon. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it next week or this week. Why not? Because I'm leaving again tomorrow for those drive-in shows. When you
0: get back, I might have a whip ready for you, baby.
2: Ooh. Ooh. All right, it has to be. All right, here's the the criteria before we end. There's a criteria for the song is it has to be slutty. Okay. You have to include at least one barking dog. Okay. And (sighs) that's actually it.
0: I, I did already have the pre-drop I already have the pre-drop vocal dude Don't know what I'm just trying to get that fat nut That's gonna be it Alright cool <laughs> There we go Alright
2: dude that sounds good man I appreciate you having me out I love you too buddy
0: Alright later bud Alright peace And that was Mr. Subdoctor everybody What a What a good guy I love that guy I've been wanting him on the show for a long time And uh I don't like that he did the air quotes When he said friends though I didn't I didn't like that, Preston. Fucking handsome little bitch. (laughs) But yeah, man, y'all go check him out in your cities, man. He's doing these drive-in shows. Y'all go check him out, dude. And uh, I appreciate everybody listening to this week's episode of Talks with Taboo, man. Um, I had a lot of fun this week. I hope y'all did too. And I will see y'all next week for another episode. I love y'all. Be good out there. Uh, Do whatever the fuck you want. Because you can. No one can tell you what to do. Unless they tell you to put your mask on. That's kind of like a law. Then you got to put your fucking mask on. But you get what I'm saying. Love y'all. Peace.